Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Wednesday Night Wind Down with your host, Shamor Ishkir. Are you here, sir? That I am. How are you? Can't complain. Business as usual. Well, that's delightful. I mean, it could be worse. What was that you say? I said it could be worse. Yeah, it could be, but I ain't dwelling on that right now. Oh, we still have the music? We have the lady reaction here on the uh, Wind Down show. I'd like to thank um, Blog Talk Radio for the land. Weak 
could never see tomorrow. Would you believe that no one, no one ever told us about the sorrow? Don't even bring that, that, that. No. I know. 
Wow, that was for you, Val, sweetheart. I don't care what your kid says. We took care of you, honey. <laughs> whatever works, man. It's whatever. whatever works. <laughs> well, let's try this again. So, how you doing, sir? I don't know. I'm chilling. So I'm, 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 yeah. I'm still trying to get through, yeah. through all that that was in my ear real quick. So, you know, I went to go grab something to eat. Hey, and you know what was so funny about it is I could not control it. Like, I could not even turn it down. <laughs> I could do nothing. <laughs> you over there having a, it's okay. I mean, it's going to be one of those great, wonderful shows. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right around the corner. That's okay. It's gonna be all right. We have company, so it's not gonna be fuckery. It's gonna be business, right? Yeah, it's gonna be business. Yeah, it's gonna be business. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we have author Anashi again. I'm sure she'll correct me if I pronounce her name incorrectly. Please do. Um, and we're going to let her come on, and we're going to let her kind of let us know about her um, book. And then we're going to get into some discussion about women and relationships. And we're going to let the guys kind of have a vent session. So, guys, if you're out there and you want to call in and you want to say something about how women are in relationships, that's fine. We'll, we can take it. We, we have thick skin. And we're going to also talk about how do you move on? How do you end the relationship when she was, when maybe you thought she was the one? Or she was really special. And because I want to know, do guys move on the same way that women move on? Does it take as much work or can you just turn it off? Because, you know, women have this idea that men can just turn it off. I know I do because you guys can be so cold. So we're going to get into some of that discussion as well. And I think that kind of aligns with some of the things um, that are in the book Soulmates. So there's going to be some interesting conversation, including um, – the thoughts of our author. So, with no further ado, let's go ahead and invite our guest in. How are you, Anashi? I am fine. How are y'all tonight? Yeah, so far so good, though. So far so good. <laughs> yeah, that that song was for me. That song was for you, babe. Yeah, that song was for me. I was sitting here right on time. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, really, what, right on time, I was sitting here like, okay, yeah, that, that's me. Well, well I'm glad I you hope it gave you a little time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nothing, I always believe that nothing happens, just, it, there's always a reason for something, there's never a coincidence, so, yeah. I'm going to let you keep believing that, because right now, that was not that fun. <laughs> Don't listen like, to him. See, that's my favorite. That's one of my most favorite songs. And so when I was, I was like, did I tell her I like that song? I wasn't even sure. No, nope, you didn't. That, well, you're right. Was, see, that was supposed to be because you didn't tell me. I um had that on tap. I was like, you know what? I need a little Al Green today. I'm going to put something on, open the show with that. And he didn't come on when he was supposed to, but then when he came on, he wouldn't go away. So there you go. Mm-hmm. He needed to finish talking to me. That's all right. That's all right. That's all he Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to tell y'all thank you for allowing me to be on the show. On the show. And You're quite welcome. Um, I'm glad um, you were interested in hanging out with us because we're a special group. 
I know it. I know it. I'm um ever since the the time that I heard it, it was just like a really good thing, and I loved it. I loved it. I love what y'all are doing. You know, what well, and Val is in the chat room, and she's agreeing with you 100 percent about the song style. That's two. You outnumber homeboy. Uh oh. You act like I care. You act like I you care. Gonna, you see how he talks you about gonna, it? You see you how he talks about it? You're going to learn. You're going to learn oh. real quick tonight. I it's see one of that those now. days. God, it's one of those days. Early, too. So am I pronouncing it right? Is it a Nashi? It's a Noshi. A Noshi. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, let me fix me. I got you. It, it, okay, it, so it, I know she. We have a few people in the chat room, and so every now and then you might hear me kind of refer back to something they said because they are so cool. Um, and they say some really good stuff. So every now and then I'll stop it, let you know what they're saying if you're not in the chat room with us, and and you'll probably agree with them most of the time. We we usually do. Okay, yeah, I'm not in the chat room, but um, okay. I want my book Soulmates. It was written. Actually, a year before I even thought about getting it published, mm-hmm. it was um, it was actually a very personal book for me, and it, I wasn't even planning on getting it published. And um, it, it just there was something that I had to get out, and then I wrote it. Okay. And after uh, actually a friend of mine read it, I, I allowed them to read it, and they was like, "Look, you need to get this book out there," and that's really what pushed me to do it. Okay, well, tell our, tell our listeners a, a little bit about, you know, the premise of the novel so that they can kind of get a feel for the, the storyline. Soulmates is a book about finding true love. After you've been hurt, after you've given up and you think that there is nothing out there, is is at that moment when you're not looking, is when it, it's, it's like love just falls into your lap because, you find that one person that, and I, the, the the part of the book is called is soulmates meeting of twin flames, meaning that these there are two people that had a fire, and they met, and it it, it brought them together, and they, and they knew from the soul that they were supposed to be together. Like everything that had ever happened in their life was for that one moment. Okay. okay. You know the heartbreak. The, you know, they both had been married before. They had children. And in my books, in all books that I write, my people are always successful. They never have, um, they all of them will have a job because I believe in black love, but I also believe in that uh, we have to get to a point where we understand as black people we don't have to be thugs. You know, we don't have to be mm-hmm. the top ones that just lay on our backs, but we can be successful. We can be virtuous women. We can be queens. And mm-hmm. if we're queens, we find our king. Okay. Okay. So it's a purpose. It's a purpose in your character and your um, the surroundings, the um, different aspects of your writing. So that's good. Yeah. I am. Um. Okay. I am a believer that um. We have to, as a people, start to embrace that. It's not just about selling drugs. It's not just about sex, which there is a lot. Not a lot, but there. Well, you know, there's a lot of sex in my book. 
because I like sex and I'm <laughs> I'm a passionate person when it comes to it. So okay. I write about what I like. Uh oh, you got you got your kids' attention now. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It is not. But I wanted to show the side that you know what, even with the whole passion thing that we can do it in a way that is um, beautiful, that is, you know, that's lovely. It doesn't okay. have to be pornographic. It can be two people who come together and their bodies, the moment they touched, they knew each other. They knew how to please each other. They knew what needed to be done without having to be told. Gotcha. That's when you know that you you got that soulmate, that person that knows all about you before you even open your mouth. Just by looking in your eyes, they already have read you. They know what you need. Hmm. And I am like, I always tell people I'm not a hopeless romantic. I'm a romantic that's hopeful. All right, now. You know, I, I just, I know that that, that one person, that the person that's going to change my life completely is out there. Okay. I can understand that. So that is what Soulmates is about. It is it, it is for the I call it a grown and sexy book. If you're looking for the three some the street thugs or, you know, the women that are, you know, doing whatever they do, this is not a book for you. But if you want to know what it's like to meet that person that changes your life, that that man or that woman that no matter what happens, like in this book, an ex came up. And you know what? The, the, Durbin is the character. He fought through, you know, dealing with this ex. And after marrying Shauna, he found out that this woman wanted to, to end what he had, and he had to fight through that. But he didn't mm-hmm. give up. He could have fell into it and said, you know what, I'm going to go back to it. But he didn't because he saw in Shauna everything that he needed. She was able to uh-huh. come in from boys that he had, you know, and he wasn't willing to allow anything to come between that. And Shauna, in, in this book, she found a piece of her or this, this missing part of being so submissive that she was always afraid to fight. But this time she decided she was going to fight for her man. And she was going to make sure that her marriage was intact no matter what. Okay, I got you. Okay, so and so I'm listening to you, and you you saying all this with so much passion. So, is it fifty percent real life, or is it more or less? Or what? Where did the story come from? And only tell us as much as you feel comfortable sharing. But you know, when you talk about this, came from life experiences. How much of this story? Uh, is a reflection of your your personal experiences. This book is probably about ninety percent uh, real or personal. Um, Durbin is a real person. His the name has changed, of course, and Shauna mm-hmm. is a real person. Okay. Shauna is actually me. It is. It, Shauna is me, and Durbin is someone from my from my life. Okay. And, you know, of course, we, we put the fiction in there, but a lot of it is just things that came up, things that happened. 
And and you were saying like um, you did some of the story and you had no plans of publishing it. So what what were you gonna do with it when you originally wrote it? What was the purpose of writing it before? I wrote it to clear my mind, to um, almost clear my conscience in a way. Okay. And um, this is not the only book that I have that I have written. I have about five that I wrote just to get things out. Okay. And the, the actually the the person that um had me tell me to publish it is the Durban. When they read it, okay. they was like, look, you need to get that out there. I love it. And they're not a reader. So when they said it, I was like, okay, let's let's see where it goes. <laughs> this was not your first book. This, um, this is the first one published. It is. Okay. This um, is, okay. Yes, but I have others that I had, you know, just I just wrote. And it's, it, they are sitting there, and, and, you know, I'm like, I don't really know what I want to do with it. So having done this and gone the, the full uh, length of the whole publishing and putting it out on the market and getting feedback, what's your hesitancy with the other one? Say one more time. What's your hesitancy with the other one since you've already gone through the process of what with this one and, and you see that it's received well and, and you are, um, you know, having the success and, and, and feeling like it was worth it what is it that's kind of holding you back with the other material that you're kind of sitting on? I've um, gone back and read them. And, you know, there are some that maybe I will do something with, but I have written others as well. So the ones that I'm writing that are newer, those are the ones I'm actually pushing out now. I have one okay. called Queen of Space. It's a darker novel, but that's the next one coming out. And it's, okay. it's actually a part of a soulmate series, but I don't use the exact same people. I use different people in different situations. Like, the next mm-hmm. one coming out, it still has elements of me in it, but it deals with um, a darker side of mental illness. And okay. heart. So I just, I, I, I tackled a whole other side of finding your soulmate. You know, what happens when you think you found your soulmate and then you get hurt? Mm. And the person you thought was supposed to be your soulmate really wasn't, and so that's right. uh, that's how that next book is coming. So it looks at a whole different side of love when the best friend is actually the soulmate, and you you know the romantic. And they're not just the soulmate on a friend level, but they were supposed to be that romantic soulmate, and you never knew it because you always just saw the friend part, but not the other parts of them. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that sounds interesting there. Okay, so um, in Soulmates, you have these two um, characters who have their own separate uh, prosperity, um, kind of focused on their business lives, and um, like you said, not necessarily wanting to take a chance on love, and contemplating whether or not it's something they want to do, or that's at least the premise that I received when I kind of was looking at the material about it. So is that something that you think happens often after 
couples have lost like a divorce or uh, become widowed or in your experiences, is that something that typically happens? Personally, for me, it did. Okay. Um, When I went through the things that I went through, I was not looking. I didn't want anything. I'm not going to lie. I didn't want anything to do with romance or relationships. I was just kind of like, I had been single, and I was fine being single, and I didn't want anything in my life because I was damaged. And I was, you know, I just always believed this thing that damaged damaged people damage other people. And so because I was so damaged and I was so hurt, I didn't want to allow anyone in my life that I could potentially damage because I didn't want to. I call it the tornado effect. I did not want a tornado effect in my life. Well, I can respect that. And so when I actually found or not even found because of that person found me, when they found me, they found a train wreck. Hmm. But they were able to to come in in my life and look and say, you know what, I know what you say that you are, but what I see is pure beauty. I see a person who had a lot of bad experiences, but they really deep down inside want someone who can come in and put those puzzle pieces back together. Okay. And, you know, whether or not we, 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 we were successful in, you know, being together forever, that moment in time set the stage for everything else that is happening in my life. Okay. So I was able to have a a, a different look on love, and it renewed me to say, you know what, I can can love again. And after the hurt, after the pain, after the betrayal, I still can love because I'm I'm made to be loved. We we were made to be loved. And we have well, to be strong. Go. Even after the pain, we have to be strong to believe that love can happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what did it take for you to find that? Because initially you didn't want that. So what did it take for you to find that? That even, even that desire? It was, oh, wow. <laughs> It was the moment that I was touched, and I'm not talking about physically. Right. It was the moment that I looked at a person, at that person, and saw a reflection of me in them. I saw my hurt in them. And because mm-hmm. I, I am a nurturer, I'm a giver, I'm an empath, um, I wanted them not to hurt. And so it actually took the fear of me loving away so that I could give them so much of me that they wouldn't hurt anymore. And I know a lot of people say that makes no sense, but it makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. At that moment, I was able to go into someone's life and heal, help them heal. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people say you cannot, you can't heal a person, but I believe that you can because you can love a person in a way that is so pure, that is so unwatered down, that they have no choice but to accept the fact that love is there. And as you read Soulmates, you see that, that there there was a man who was unsure, and there was a woman that the moment she saw him knew 
that that was supposed to be who she was with. So the the chance encounter wasn't a coincidence. It was for that moment. And by that, it was like by her, them being in the same atmosphere at the same time, it was like everything in the celestial, every every part of, you know, chemistry was there. So she already knew the moment that they touched that that was supposed to be, they were supposed to be one. And she didn't really have to convince him because once he had a chance to be in her life, or just for that a weekend, he knew then that that was the woman that he was supposed to be with. And I believe that that can happen. I believe in love at first sight. I believe that you can see someone and, you know, it's like looking at your twin. And it just happens. You don't have to force it. You don't have to beat it. It just happens. Hmm. And it's right. Love at first sight. I think we had a discussion about this before. I don't know if I remember to ask my fellas later about that whole concept. I don't want to interrupt your flow with that concept or that discussion right now, but I do want to hear from the guys, so guys be thinking about that. So um, I just, I hear your, um, I don't know, your, you sound so passionate right now. And um, I just wonder at this point what it is, where are you in your stages at this point? Like, are you, do you feel completely healed? Do you feel, um, do you feel like it's still in the process of getting there? Where where do you see Anoshi now? Anoshi is in love. Okay. I know she is. Um, she's a. I don't think we. You're, you're never going to ever not be afraid. There's always going to be something that you're afraid of. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. No matter how, if you say I'm just going to jump in, there's still something that's going to make you pump the brakes every now and then. Because if you don't, you're crazy. Because you're you're you're, you're going to jump in and. You know, you, it's like uncharted territory. There's a song that I hear called March, and when I hear that, it's like, you know, we're going into a territory that's uncharted that we're not familiar with, but let's just do it. Let's just see what happens. But even in that, you have to, you know, keep looking at your surroundings to make sure that you don't get hurt. So I know she does that. I know she is, when I say in love, I know she is in love. Mm-hmm. It is the type that, you know, I just sit back and I, I blow out like, wow, Really? You know, you really, you really gonna do this. You really gonna feel this way. And mm. you know, I, I fight, and I fight with myself with it. Like, I, ha- I constantly talk to myself. Like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do this? Do you not want to just put those walls back up and shield yourself because the last time you got hurt, or the time before that you got hurt, or you know, what are you gonna do? And so. You know, right at this point, I know she is saying, I just want that person to love me. I don't want anything from them. I don't want their money. I don't want anything. All I want is them to love me from their heart, from their soul, from every part of their being. I want that spark to be there, that fire to be there. And I'm believing that that can happen. 
So, so at this point, you are. She's saying you're in love. So, are you in that? Um, where it's returned? Are you in a, a situation where you're getting this exactly what you're giving? Um, I'm in a <laughs> relationship where the person is learning. Okay. And they're learning. How does that feel? They're learning. How does that feel on your end? Huh? I was saying, how does that feel on your end? Um, to be ready to be one one hundred percent, and to be waiting or, or receiving less than what you're giving, um, for the sake of them learning. How does that feel? I guess to be the teacher this time. You know what? I can't even say that. Um. I'm receiving less than I'm giving because I think that we both have a plus and a minus. And so there's areas where they're giving more than I am, but they're learning different parts of me. Because I'm a very com- mm-hmm. I'm a very complex person. I'm I'm not going to lie. Anyone who can pay me is one of those people that is uh just special that can actually tame my heart because of the brokenness that I've been through. If this person is able to really tame my heart, they, they'll they never want or need for anything in their whole entire life. Mm-hmm. But they have to That's get my heart. And so the, the situation is it's kind of like there's areas that I am no longer mature in. It's almost like I digress in those areas of maturity where they are mature, and there's areas in maturity that they don't have that I'm that I'm there. So I think that's where the whole for me now, when I look at this book and my present day life, that's where the soulmates come in because soulmates are not perfect, but they're perfect for one another because they're able to fill in what the other person doesn't have. It's almost like looking at a, in the mirror at yourself and seeing all of your flaws but then all of your perfections at the same time. Okay. So whatever where I am lacking, they're perfect in. They're perfect in, so I'm able to, to, to grow off of them. And that's really important. Somebody that um, helps you to continue to grow in a space is really a gift. So... That is a blessing. So what happens then? What happens then? What happens when you found Mr. Perfect? What happens? You try not to mess it up. You try not to let your your reservations and your fears cause you to push them away because I found myself doing that. Like I was so afraid that no matter, I always was seeing something bad happen. If they didn't call me, my first thing was, okay, see, I knew this was going to happen. And they're like, they're like, look, sit back and chill. That, that's not what's going on. And so you have to just continue to try and grow in it, sure. you know, and don't don't allow the fear to uh, push them away because fear, fear is just, it, that is the ultimate deal, deal breaker because when you mm-hmm. become fearful, then you become um, unsure of yourself. And that's a horrible way to be in a, in a relationship, to be unsure of yourself. 
Mm-hmm. And then once you become unsure of yourself, you become untrusting. Because anything that they do, anything they say, if they blink their eye and you think it's at the wrong moment, you know, you're seeing, you're reading into something that's not there. Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing of this, when I look at soulmates is you can have your soulmate but at the wrong time. And so you have to be ever so careful as to why you're growing how you how you you know react to every situation, and that is hard for me because of the hurt that I've been through, um, the the abuse that I've been through, physical both physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So any little thing is kind of like just please don't let this be a repeat. Okay. But I'm not afraid to love because I'm going to go in it with 100 percent. But at the same time, it's almost like I I, did, I deduct points for certain things, which is bad on my end. But that's what we – and I don't know if no anyone else does that because it's possible that every time something happens, you go, okay, nope, can't give 100% right now. I have to pull back a little bit to see what's going to happen next. Well, it sounds like a general human condition. I mean, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. And, I mean, it's both men and women. You know, there's things that I'm quite sure he may, he may never tell me that he's feeling, but there's probably things that I do, and if he's ever been in an ex situation, he'll say, you know what, I remember my ex was like this, and I don't know, I, I just got to watch this. I got to, you know, I'm not going to just stop loving you but I need to watch and see how you're going to react, if you're going to react like they did. And that's where, you know, that is that is a human emotion or a human um, frailty that we have that we are, and I don't care what anybody says, if they say I don't, my past can never affect my future relationship, they're telling a lie because you're going to, something in there is going to have you feel that way. It's going to have you look and go, I remember this. I don't want to do this again. That's like getting burned on the stove. Yeah. You're gonna remember that that when that eye is red, that it's gonna burn you. And so you're not gonna touch that eye. So if you see something in your, um, even I don't care if you've been married 20 years, if there was something that hurt you from your past and something new that your husband do, you're gonna catch that and you're gonna be like, wait a minute, now I remember this right here. So now I need to watch and see why they slipped up on me or they changed up on me. Because I'm not a good person with change. If you change on me, I'm going to want to know. I want to know why you're changing. Something is happening that's causing you to change the way you react to me. Okay. So I don't know if hurt in a relationship is ever bad. I don't think it's really bad in in past relationships because it does build you for the next one. It's how we handle it that makes it bad. Because we don't we don't forgive, and then if we don't forgive, then we can't let go. Okay, gotcha. So tell me, tell me what what do you do? Because part of life is developing a defense mechanism for things that happen prior to wherever you are in your current state. So that means. You'd be a fool not to have some system of protection 
of your feelings, whether that's physical or emotional. You'll be a fool. So tell me, what has to be satisfied for a person to say, you know what, I'm going in again. What what is it that what is it for you? What is it that he possesses for you for you to be able to say, you know what? Because you can't do it for everybody. If you did it for every man that you ever came in contact with, you let your guard down, you gave hundred and twenty percent of your heart, you will be a crackpot mess right now. So what is it that made you go, This is the guy? Did you do it little by little? Did you just go full in? What did you see in him? Did, did you start out as just being cool? Or did you always look at this individual as that significant other material? Because I, I, I think um, when you try again, when you go back out into a relationship again, if you've learned anything, you always kind of approach it differently than the last. So if you, you know, see somebody, you know, at a club or whatever, you don't just go jump out there and say, I want to start trying to make this a relationship. So what is it that you did? Did you did you have a lot of different experiences before this last person that made you trust completely? Or did you not did you just kind of wait on this person and what did you do how did it how was it different for this particular person and anyone else i was um single for two years um from before after my previous relationship because i needed to heal like i said earlier i needed to heal and so when this person came in my life it was not intentional at all i was there to help a person and mm-hmm. they captured me but I, they, they're like a coach. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I saw a coach in them, like, and and I use this analogy, like foot, like was like the foot of football, like you know football players or whatever. They were able to go in and give me some offensive, um, coaching, did a whole different number for me. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like I was, you know, always on the defense because I had a, they began to teach me how to love me so passionately that I was able to love someone else. Okay. You know, they they taught me that if you love you, no one can can really damage you as bad as if you poured all of yourself into someone and neglected loving yourself. And so there were moments of complete silence between us that wasn't teaching or wasn't scaring me that they no longer loved me, but they were giving me an opportunity in the hurt to love myself. And that was deep for me because this is a person, fifteen years my 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 you know my senior, they're younger, way way younger than me, so that. That was a fear for me because I was like, I've never done this before. And that's why I say that song, March, is like, wow. Someone, I always say 1991 had to be the year of um, of completion because this was, this is when this person would have been born. And so they're teaching me something that I would have never thought that I could, I could learn. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I guess when I'm going into it, I wasn't going into I didn't. It, it fell in my lap. It, re, it re, literally fell in my lap because I wasn't okay. looking for it. I was I was two years happy being single. I was I came out of a, a marriage and dealing with um I have PTSD from um military experience and also some civilian things that happened in my life. And so I was happy just being me and my daughter. I was happy with that. I was happy with just having a business, and I was settled with where I was. And then I met my coach. You know, and I always say it's like I'm being the quarterback, you know, because he he taught me, look, throw it out there, and and it'll be caught just, just throw it out there. Don't hold it because then, guess what? You're not going to gain any yards because you're going to keep getting knocked down. So just throw it out there. Take a chance. And so I guess, you know, my that, that is my soulmate. That is my, my coach that it keeps saying it's okay. Okay, it didn't work out that, that way you wanted it. So let's go back. Let's go back and look at some more game plans. Mm-hmm. And that's that's big for me. That's 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 beautiful for me that someone can come in and say, "I see, I see you're hurt," you know. But and it's okay to have some of that hurt because if you allow me to, if you allow me to fix that hurt, then you can have something that you would have never thought you had. Hmm. Right. So we we've talked a lot about um, how to. Love your way through um, being broken, because I guess that's kind of what you want to do a summation. Um, being broken and and then being able to um, move into a, another relationship. But um, one of the other things that we had on the um, show for the evening was a discussion about women and relationships. And so I, I was giving the guys a free pass to voice any of their, uh, I don't want to say complaints, but just to kind of speak openly about women and relationships. So it ought to be kind of hard for you guys to say real ugly things because I know she has been really, really nice in her reflections, and so it's going to be hard for y'all to talk any noise um, and come off looking nice. However, on my Facebook page, I do have some comments that I will share on the air, and of course, we have our resident um, Brainiac to give us some male perspectives. Um, well... At least one of them we know has a lot of sense. Um, so we're going to definitely let the guys kind of take the floor a little bit on this end. So I know she, you know, with all your your big hearts, you might be nice to them. I'm still going to fight for the ladies um, tonight. <laughs> but the question go ahead. It's not that um, I guess being nice to them because, you know, men have their, they have their perks. I mean, don't get me wrong, even in relation the relationship that I'm in, 
there's some times that I have to shake my head and be like, oh, boy, you know. But uh-huh. I believe, I, I, I just believe in, I just believe in my man, you know. I believe in our men. Because they've had it hard. You know, they they have a, there was something that, um if I could say this real quick, because I know y'all have to move forward. There was something that one of my, my pastors said in church one Sunday. He said women were taught to be submissive. They were taught to um be the type that cleans the house and do the hair. And men were taught to be, that you have to be hard, that you can't give, you know, or be submissive so when, it was time for them to be submissive in church. They couldn't because they were always taught that they, you wasn't supposed to be submissive. And he said that's one of the reasons why you see more females in church than you see males in church because males were never taught to be submissive. Hmm. And that made me look at things a whole lot different when I approached the man because I, I, I approached them understanding that this is in their DNA. This is what they were taught to be. They were taught to be hard. They were taught not to really, you know, show emotion. And so they lock those emotions so far down that it it takes a strong woman to pull it out. But once you pull it out, you have gotten the diamond in the rough with them. And so I mm-hmm. look at the man different now. That moment when I heard that made me go, hmm, so what do I have to do if I don't have to push you or try to break you into being submissive? I just got to love you so hard that you're willing to be submissive because then you're going to trust who I am. And that I'm not going to be the type of female that says, see, you ain't nobody the moment that we have argument. You crying. Look at you. Who are you? But to say, you know what, baby, I see you. I see you past the, the hardness of you. I see the little boy that's saying, you know what, just don't hurt me. And so that's why I, I, I mean, I am an advocate for the man, and but I'm an advocate for the woman. So I guess I'm impartial because love is so beautiful to me, but the man is so beautiful to me as well, because they have so much that they they deal with on a daily basis, being the protector, and you know having to 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 have those roles. And we as women sometimes we really can we can be some real harsh people. You know, and, and we, we can be selfish, and we can say, you know what, I, I want it my way. When we could just, instead of just saying, you know what, let's see what works for us. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so I do advocate the man a whole lot, especially I, I love black love. And so I advocate them because I want to see them, I see them on a deeper level than what a lot of other people see them. Because they are, they are spectacular humans. They are, I mean, when I say spectacular, I'm talking about fireworks spectacular. And if you can get into their minds, you will see a whole different avenue or a whole different part of life if you can really get into the black man's mind. And so I I, I try to perfect, I'm not going to lie, I try to perfect getting into their minds. Because once you have got into their mind, that is the connection to the heart. Hmm. And that makes everything else move. I agree with that. So that's, I mean, that's my, that's 
you know, personally for me, that's what I feel. That's my opinion. But I'm telling you, if you can get into um, y'all, if I, if, if whoever's listening, if you can literally take the time to get into the black man's mind, you will get something. It, it's almost like a uh, epiphany that happens when you li- literally roll over and look and go, "Oh my God, that's that's how you're thinking." You know what? And it's like you can be broke. I mean, two cents to your name, but the moment you get into that black man's mind, you become a millionaire because you start to see, like, the whole secret to life. (laughs) I'm serious. That's how I feel. And that's how deep my love is for the black male, is that when I actually get a chance to know them, there is nothing better. I could never want anything more than that because they are protective. And they do want to be submissive, but they want to be submissive to a woman that know how to nourish them. And we as black women, we forget how to nourish our man because we, we, we become so needy and be so selfish that we forget to nourish them. We forget that when they come home, and I'm the type of woman that when my man comes home, his dinner is waiting, his bath water is waiting, and I'm going to massage him and I'm going to want to know about his day. And I'm going to give him the time to play his PlayStation or his Xbox. And I'm going to sit back and, you know, and love that part of him. Let that child's <clears throat> part of him come out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the type, and I am, I'm the type that once you take your bath, if I don't bathe you, I'm going to rub you down with lotion and put baby powder on you and, and tell you that you look good and that you smell good. Because right, water, yeah. They want that because they want that. They may not tell you they want that, but they want that. They want you to nourish that inner child in them. But we don't. We don't do that to our men. We tell our men, you got to do, you got to be like this, and you got to be on this level. And they're saying, can you just let me show you who I am? And once, but once you see that, that that's what they want. They want that time to, to be the little boy. Okay. They don't always so want to be hard. I, I would hate. I hate to cut you off because you <laughs> are preaching right now. But I need to go ahead, and I think we lost him. But we got Ron on, so I want to bring him on in the discussion. Hello, sir. How are you this evening? All is well with me. How are you feeling? All right, all right, all right. What's up, brother? I cannot complain, man. Everything's good so far. Okay, and here's Imaj. Imaj is here as well. Hello, Imaj. Hello. So the fans is here, and we have with us a Noshi this evening. Why do I get to say that Imaj is somewhere uh, she needs to top that, you know, the the mute button, I believe. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah, she's kiddying around Carolina somewhere. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She's kiddying around Carolina somewhere. Mm. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Let me see. Hello. Let me see. Hello. 
and it was fun. I'm not kidding around anywhere, sir. I can't tell. Okay, so where in the world is Carmen San Diego then? I am at the Kickback Jack drinking. Kickback Jack, as always, sometimes on Wednesday night. So, yeah, I came to get a salad and an alcoholic beverage. I must say this though. I must say this this evening. I am so in love with Shakira this evening. She has been on one since we said hello. Yeah, I'm mad. Has been I'm mad I feel like I need to be on twelve, so Guess yes. what? Because with Shakira, you do. Because Shakira is on it today. He came. He came out the gate with some trash with me this today. So I don't know. Uh, I'm tripping on him today. Shakira, you used to be pretty chill, but you have started today. Just I already told you what kind of night it was, and then she sat there and said the women were gonna take one for the team. Um, as I said on my status message, if that happens tonight, I will reveal whose side piece I am by the end of the show. Well, <laughs> whose side piece is you? Because this is take one bad thing. And all I got to do is take one for the team. Take one. That's going to be interesting. Man. So we got to give in this evening. Wow. Okay. I give in. I give up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you did you read what he said with his smart mouth? No, no, because I'm not online. Like I'm just I'm since I'm not um, near my laptop. I can't see what he said online, but I will definitely be back there in a few. And he has been on it on Facebook. He's been to some best all damn night. He said, he said, if we take one for the team, he'll reveal that he's Michelle Obama's side piece. <laughs> I can't stand him. I can't stand him. Well, shoot. That's all right, Shakira. I think okay. you need to go ahead. If you pimp for one, you pimp for all. That's what I was always told. So you need to go ahead and do what you got to do to make that money work for you. You're sick of him. You're sick of all of us taking care of. I you do the work. laugh over there. <laughs> so, okay, I know she's. We're going to let the guys kind of have the floor here, and we're going to try our hardest not to interrupt their rampage here. I'm going to do the um, I'm going to do the GPA on me. I'm going to mute my damn mic so I don't say nothing. I, I just muted mine. No, that, no, no, that that don't count. That that really don't count. Mm-mm. It don't no. count. All right. That does not count. What do you mean? <laughs> the mics, the mics must always be live. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's dirty. You didn't say that. <laughs> I need to mute mine. Mm, mics need to be live. 
that 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 all that all that side talking while the mic saying while, while the mic saying hot. Nah, 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 nah. Sorry. Okay, my, okay. my mic is live. I'm ready. Mine is ready. You can still hear it. No, I'm gonna let them. I'm gonna let them run with it, cause see, I don't have any grievances. I've been married for the last 13 years, damn near. So I'm good. Well, I, I mean, personally, there are a, a cornucopia of of grievances that I have, but since our guest was so eloquent with the way that she espoused the virtues of black manhood and black men, I, I, I have brought it so far down. I have brought it so far down. I mean, I think personally she needs to call in for like 87 seconds every week and, and just say the same thing. Cute violence. Because I was loving it. You know oh, what? Wow. And you know where she won him over is when she said lotion and powder him. That's all he wants oh. out of this. What? Oh, what? He just wants somebody to. And that's, it's all for that diaper. He's got diaper rash issues dating all these older women. And I know what it is. You have to tell me. You know what? Oh, all man. that good feeling is gone now. All right, all that good feeling is gone now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Okay, never mind. Go on. Go on, because I, I really want to talk about my matchmaking with with you. I want to talk about it because I was Okay, yeah, so, so we'll, that's, we can start well, right there. Well, I got to talk about this stuff first because I got a whole page of stuff that the guys are saying about women, and I just want to throw it out there. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so the question that I posted said, how do women typically mess up relationships? And so, Cedric uh, Nixon says, jealousy with like 25 exclamation points. Kiva Nully said, mouth, all caps. She even got too like, much mouth. She got too much mouth. Okay, so she got too much mouth. And and then um, we even have some women weighing in. Sharon said, self-sabotage without realizing it with, like, five exclamation points. Uh, Allison Grace, our buddy, said what Kevon Gully said. Much and Rosalind Morris said she agrees with Cedric. Jealous, jealousy. She said jealousy is hella whack. Um, Jamila Gomez said what Sharon said: self sabotage and overanalyzing. Mm-hmm. Allison came back in to kind of clarify what she said. She said the problem is. Men use too little words to communicate, and women use too much, period. Men are literal, women are emotional, point blank, period. Sheila Goss just figured this was kind of interesting to see the responses. (laughs) And then Joseph Glenn said, too much funky attitude. Maurice Higgs said, not practicing what they preach. And then, of course, Ron's Romy Rome weighs in, Mr. Gibbons said. His, of course, had to be the longest one. Women usually mess up relationships 
but bringing emotional baggage and their wounded injuries to mm. their next relationship. Mm. But women do not prepare themselves for a happy relationship. All they do is continue the vicious cycle and have more emotionally draining relationships. So that's what we're going to currently um, And since um, What's your name is still on the phone What's your name guys uh, Ron yeah, Ron is still on the line <laughs> Ron how much of that is true <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to want to drink in a salad, too. Just a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I think she's uh, picking up a man while she's in this establishment. No, I'm not picking up no man in no establishment. They always try to say I'm picking one up. I, I ain't got no chest after that. They may. I, I don't know. I don't know. We hear it in the okay. background. Shut up, they are. You make Ron, darling. Yes, ma'am. You are the voice of men tonight. The chair has blessed you as the male representative. Okay. So, um, Imaj, I'm going to let you go ahead and mute your background noise so Ron gets his few minutes of talking. Okay. So go ahead, Ron. They covered most of the things. Absolutely, you know, jealousy, not practicing what you preach, things of that nature. You know, that's your biggest pet peeve. I guess you could say those are human things and not just female things, because uh, you know men do the same thing. But those are men who we usually call punks and bitches. <laughs> things like that, but um, yeah, y'all are real annoying. A lot of y'all are real, real, real annoying for no reason. <laughs> so I'm trying, I'm trying to set people up and things like that. What was that? Wait a minute. Are you? Wait a minute. You asked for me to do that for you, sir. You asked me to do that, so therefore, um, you be appreciative. Of what I do for you. Okay, yeah. Let's go with that. Okay, sure. All right. Let's go with that. So he's saying you're lying now. No, I'm not saying no. I have no problem taking one for the team. No problem. You're not taking one for the team. This is man vent night. And if you're a man, then you get to vent. Now, if you're not a man, then I understand. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, whoa, let's go with whoa. that. Let's go with that. Let's wow, go with that. Ron. Um, let's go. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go with that. How come women always think that they are the authority on manhood? How come women are quick to say, well, you're not a man, or oh, a real man would do this? Y'all don't know what we what a real man is no more than we know what a real woman is. Okay. Do you believe that, or are you just saying that for the sake of argument? Oh, I'm absolutely true. I mean, I don't know. I mean, come on. I'm not a woman. I don't know. I don't know what 
takes to be a woman. I know what it takes to be a woman that deals with me, but I don't know what it takes to be a woman. Just like y'all don't know what it takes to be a man. But I often hear y'all throw it up. Not, not all I, women, I but, you know, it's that, a significant amount. I think that you saying that reduces all women to merely being um, ignorant bystanders in the process of observation and interpretation. I think that in your life, you get the opportunity to observe enough that you should know. I mean, like, you didn't, you weren't born knowing a car and how it operates, but after so much experience, there are certain things that you can expect that a car would have or would be able to do versus a bike versus skateboard. I mean, so to say that you cannot pick the characteristics of a man out because you're a female is unfair. No, it's also what you're doing is you're playing games with my words. And knowing what a man is and knowing the things that go into that is are two different things. Yes, you can know some of the things that go into that is. Yes, you can know this. Yes, you can know that. Yes, you can observe this trait. But the whole totality of the is you have no idea of. So, in other words, you know it's a cake. You know it got eggs in it. You know it got some kind of flour in it. You know it got something moist in it. What is it? Milk? What kind of milk? Buttermilk? I don't know. Is it almond milk? I'm not sure. You see what I'm saying? So, you know it got some things in it, but you don't know exactly what it is. And for you to assume that is disrespecting the ideal of male. So for a woman to assume that she knows what a man is is disrespectful to a man. And vice versa. Oh, that's very interesting, Ron. That's, that is extremely interesting. She said something and that... I think this is the first time thought. that I've ever heard anybody ever say that. Cool. I mean, that's like a lawyer. Just because you take a lot of cases in medical litigation going into an operation room and be like, nah, you're supposed to do it like this. And, just, and if you're a doctor, just because you testify a lot in, in, in court cases saying, oh, nah, this is how you try this case. Just because you're around okay. that thing consistently don't mean that you know the ins and outs of that thing. Okay. Huh. Okay. Just say wrong, well, you're mean, right, and get it over with. I mean, you could just say wrong, oh, you're right, no. and get it over with. It just oh, makes oh, we're not going to say that, oh, right? No, we're not no. going to say that. No, we're not saying that. I, what we're going to say I know, is that because I don't think it's just interesting. I'm not telling you that you're right, nor are you wrong, but your thought process is interesting. I'm, I'm sorry. Because I'm sitting here I, trying to process any of the times wait, I've wait, ever ho- said. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, uh-oh, but while you're uh-oh. processing, have they um, served <laughs> your salad yet? And if so, what? Salad dressing do you have? That did not sound wholesome on this show. You cannot ask someone if they serve their salad. That is not going to work Ooh. on this show. My bad. I apologize. This kind of show right here, those words, you can't. Yeah. My bad. I don't want my salad served on Wednesday nights. Exactly. When did this, when did and you should change? not we be requesting into a that, that a kitty <laughs> is serving your salad. Wow. That's, All right, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't serve any type of salad. Okay, no. I'm sorry, Taylor. I'm coming, Taylor. Taylor is um coming on the line because she wants to. 
Does she want to say I'm right? Somebody say I'm right. Somebody say I'm right. Hi, Shayla. Hi. Hi, Shayla. Ron, Ron, you're not right. Yay. No, you're not right. And I don't, I I, kind of called in and then I heard something about Ron and, and, and powder it was just you know, and green ass cheeks. Yeah, it was wrong. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. No. Okay. So yeah. let me get this straight. The moment that you decide to call in, you was visualizing me butt naked with baby all on. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely not. Again, again, you're still wrong. No, that's not what I envisioned. Oh, okay. My bad. Oh, wait, never mind. I'll be quiet. Oh, oh, that's yes, right. I yes, I said baby all the mind. Yes, that's what I said. Ew. Okay. No, so, no. He wants to be. Okay. He wants to be greased up and powered down. It's real simple. <laughs> and do you need a diaper? Are, are they supposed to? to I don't think that they. I don't think that they do that in the psych ward, though. <laughs> I'm pretty certain that they don't do that in the psych ward. I could See, be wrong. This is another one of those grievances I have against women. This is another one of those grievances right there. Name is Taylor. Grievance. What's another of your grievances? What is it? What did you do? Right now, I don't want to put my finger on it, but it's just the whole aura of her core right now is grieving me. Now, Ron, you're doing too much. You don't want to put your finger on the tops and salads. I mean, you are putting so many things together tonight. They should not be put together on this show. I don't put my finger on it. Can we? Wait, whoa, whoa, Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can we? Can right now? Can we not have Ron and Ron's finger and Taylor in the same sentence? That's what we're not going to do tonight. We're not going to put Ron's fingers and Taylor's name in any sentence together at any point for the rest of the evening. And what about salad. my toe, Taylor? No, 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 no parts, no parts of you at all. No parts of Ron and Taylor in the same sentence. We're not going to do and that tonight. So, well, we okay, talking about the idea order of Taylor's salad, though. No, you didn't say he couldn't order up your salad. He cannot. <laughs> My, he cannot. No. Again, okay. No, he We're cannot. Talk about this ideal date thing that I posted last week about ideal. Really, dates. really, Amaz. Really, that's how you feel. Oh, I see. I see wow. what's happening. That's how you feel. I see. That's how you feel. That's how you feel because you're going on your vacation. So now you just bringing up old shit. That's what you're doing. Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on, secret alert. I need a bell or some shit on here. I need another sound effect. Secret alert. Um, ding, ding, are ding, you ding. saying that um, Taylor and Ron and you know hooking call? up, are you saying that? No, Taylor that's not what she's up? saying. Okay, no, 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 let me clear, let me clear this up. No, that's not what happened. Let me clear this up. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Before you see, see, you're going too far. You're going too far. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Pineapples. No pineapples. I'm not ready. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No. No, that's not what happened. Let me, let me, let me explain this. Okay. Amaj had posted 
um, a status that was, um, you know, what's your ideal date? And not who, but what would you do on the date? And Ron said something about a museum, and they have like wine and cheese, and it was it was like a walk in the park, and it was it 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 was nice. And he took uh-huh. my idea, but what I stated in the status was that no, I do not want to go on to this date with Ron. I like the his idea of the date. I do not want to be on a date with Ron. All right, all right, I all just right. like the oh, date. Like you no, were that's saying, not how it sounded. Not what it was. Up the wine and cheese, and you wanted to no. That's not what. That's not what happened. No. No, you mis no. you misinterpreted oh. that whole situation. Oh. No, that's oh, not that not what it was. It's not Okay. Whoa, personal dick. So, 
You're right. I, I'm thinking now you're right because that would probably make you feel like a piece of fried chicken. So I take that back. Pick one or the other. Pick one or the other. Oh, shit. <laughs> one or the other. I'm just trying to get the merchandise while it's happening. That's funny. Oh, that was cute. So I, I don't. I didn't get your name, sir. The, the guidance, the talking. I didn't get your name. What's your name again? That is Ron. Ron. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Ron. Yes. That's okay. I, I, you know what I hear with Ron is that Ron want a woman to just let him be himself and appreciate him for who he is instead of wanting him to be something other than that. Than that, because he's a very He's a very funny guy, but he's very passionate in, in his beliefs. And I believe that if there's a woman, I don't, I don't know you. I don't know you, but it's like, let me be me and just enjoy me, because if they let you be you, they have a jewel. I mean, they really right. do have a diamond. That's what I'm talking about. The I understand. Yeah, they have a jewel. This could be beautiful. This is worthy. Like we could make a movie off of this. This, this shit here, okay. we could. This K-K-P. is marketable love. This K-K-P. is Ron. Ron. I'm Ron. I, I don't think you, you can say nothing to chop without getting this in. Sure, trying to I would like for. I mean, for you to do something for me. This is what I would like for you to do, Ron, and just do it. Just do it for me because I think we're on to something. I need for you, when we hang up, to just lace up your shoes, grease up stuff that needs to be greased, and start walking in the park and head to Carolina. That, that's what I need you to do. This is movie worthy. You know, like Sleepless in Seattle, whatever, like we're going to market this. This is beautiful. But I got to work in the morning. You won't need work because all you need is a woman that understands you and appreciates you and lets you be who the hell you are. You don't have to work. (laughs) That was cute. What have I got myself into? <laughs> I just see little hearts all over, like both of your heads. To like hearts, Ooh, that and he's Cupid has He has struck. He has. He yeah. Struck. And Cupid has shot Ron in the rusty ass. Is it twelve o'clock? No, it's not. It's not. Don't say that no more. Nope. It's not. It's not. And when it gets here, it still ain't going to be here. Oh. Here you go, Kenyon around the Carolinas again. Oh, we're going to go ahead and give you the opportunity to tell everybody how to pick up soulmates. So, um, Imaj, um, I think you want the little background. Could you... Just let her have a minute here so she can tell everybody how to pick up her book. Go ahead. Yes. Right now, Amazon is on Amazon.com. It is $0.99 one click. Within the next week, I'll have um, paperback. So you'll be able to get on my page. And um, it's Arthur Zanoshi on Facebook, and I will be tweeting it. It's Arthur Zanoshi um, on, on the Twitter. 
and um, you'll be able to pick up the paperback, which I will be giving um, autographed copies. And I'm doing a drawing for a gift, a real special gift, and it will be for one for a male and one for a female. So that's how you can get it right now on Amazon.com. And and friend me on Facebook. All right, send us on Facebook. And at some point, I think um, Ron should. I think you should be able to win, Ron, the gift, the special gift. And especially if you walk in the park. You walk in the park with her, I bet you'll win the special gift. I mean, I'm getting a real pimpish vibe from you right now. Me? No, no, no. No, no, no. Pimp. What you get from me walking in the park with people? I mean, I'm no pimp, but you better have my money uh, when you get back. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, better have my money. No doubt. Yeah, and don't don't take the bus and walk your ass back because I don't need you to spend none of it. At this time, we're going to call it a night. Um, And we thank you so much, Anoshi, for being on. And anytime you want to call in and, and see if Ron is tossing salads, Today or whatever, um, whoa, please whoa, feel whoa, free. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Talking, I mean, talking, ordering, ordering, ordering salad, ordering salad. Um, feel free to call back uh, anytime and just come over and butter him and 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 powder him and toss him how you would like. He's always here on Wednesdays, unless he's getting my money. So. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday evening, and we'll see you next week. Good night. I also appreciate it. Good night. We appreciate you, Ron, with you in the walking park and all this stuff. Okay, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye.